It's now time for our Monday morning conversation with CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger. Good morning, Jill. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Good, good, good. Uh, so it is that time of the year we've been talking about uh, kids going back to school, elementary, middle school, high school. But I want to ask you about college kids uh, because I know based off of your uh, latest article, you have some financial advice for college-bound students. And one of them is something I definitely should have done when I started college, (laughs) is uh, tracking money while you're in the process of getting ready for and when you are in college. Yeah, this is a big one because it really starts a very good financial habit. And the reason why this becomes so important is that you know that kids graduate and so many families know that they're going to be Uh, having to repay their student loans as soon as they graduate. So tracking money early on is just a really good habit to form. Obviously, there are a lot of apps. You can use banking apps, but there are independent and free apps like Mint or You Need a Budget or Pocket Guard or Good Budget. But, you know, if the kid likes a spreadsheet, do that. And what do you want to do? You want to say to the kid, okay, there's going to be money coming in, inflows, right? Now, that can be work-study, that could be from your summer job, that could be from us, your parents or your grandparents, but money's going to come in. Your job is to look at those inflows and manage your outflows. And we know that the outflow part is really where people get tripped up, but I think it's also funny that parents don't have real conversations with their kids about the things that, like, hey, we pay for these things, but we don't pay for other things. So, You know, I like to think of it as like, yes, of course we pay for, you know, books and food, but we don't pay for beer and concerts. (laughs) That's always a good thing. Good reminder. Although I know there are some parents out there, they want to be the cool parents. Uh, But I I agree with you. And and luckily, my parents were the same way of like, hey, we will help you out every month while you're in college. But just remember, this is for gas money. This is for food. Don't be, you know, spending all that money on the 24 pack. Exactly. <laughs> and, and you know, I think that um, even if you are a good, uh, a cool parent, aspiree, it, it doesn't really help your kid. It, it really doesn't. And yeah. you know these kids have got to be financially savvy. From the minute they graduate, there's a lot of pressure on them. And so another good place to actually bring the conversation forward is around credit cards. Yeah. And I think a lot of families are very clear that we need to have our kid have some sort of emergency credit card available or even just for convenience. What do you do with that? That's the question. So one thing to consider is this. I think that a lot of people remember, I mean, I'm old enough to remember when credit card companies were sitting in the uh, on campus giving out t-shirts and frisbees so the kids could open up accounts. You can't open an account up by yourself anymore as, a, as an 18-year-old. You have to have independent income, and most college students don't qualify. So if you're under 21, there are uh, only a few options on a credit card. One is that you can get a co-signer, your parent. So you have a kid gets a credit card and you co-sign kind of dangerous though, right? Because if the kid does go crazy, you're on the hook for the money. Yeah. So then there's two other options. One is you, you make your kid an authorized user of your credit card. This is good because it helps build credit history for the kid and they're kind of using your good credit history to help out. It's bad because if the kid screws up, it hurts your credit history. Um, the other thing is to consider something called a secured credit card, which is 
it's almost what acts like a gift card, but it's a credit card. It's it's a card where you have to put a deposit down. Maybe it's five hundred bucks, and that's the credit limit of the card. But the kid is then responsible for charging and paying off, charging and paying off. So that is a way to instill the habit. Um, it may not do the job if it's like a serious emergency, because emergencies are usually more than five hundred dollars. But it is an idea, and at least this gets your kid a, a credit history on his or her own. We're talking with business analyst Jill Schlesinger here on the WPTF Morning Show. Some financial advice for college-bound kids and families that have kids going off to college. Jill, how important is the talk between parents and their kids about student loans? Because I'm going to be honest, during my time in college, I knew like, yes, I'm going to have some student loans, uh, you know, I'm borrowing in order to go to college. But I, I did not realize until I graduated, oh man, that's a lot of money that I owe. Yeah. You know, it's just funny that I, I hear this all the time. So you are not alone. And so we're not going to blame your parents because it's a very, un, it's an unhappy kind of conversation. I think what is actually helpful is that if you are acquiring student loans, um, whether it's a Pell Grant, whether it is a, um, a non-federal or a private loan, it is good to start kids off understanding, like with a spreadsheet, with some document, hey, here are the loans that we have signed on the dotted line for. Here is the interest rate. Here is when repayment starts. Here's what the future... Um, estimated payment amount will be. Now, this might lead you to a very depressing moment where as the student and the parent, you realize that kids are going to come out of college and they will, auto, you know, like basically start with, I'm going to make it up $500 a month that they're repaying. That's like a big number, but I think it's better to know it than not know it and plan for it because maybe the kid says, wow, that's a lot of money. Maybe instead of doing an internship uh, for a summer, I actually want to go work in a restaurant and make money. Yeah. And this is when you start to really instill the con- connect the concept of borrowing and then how that impacts your financial life later. It does, I'm not saying people shouldn't borrow money for college. I'm just saying that once you've made that decision, you've got to connect it to reality. Yeah, absolutely. Jill, any other uh, final tips or advice that you have for college-bound students? You know, one thing that people always ask me about is bank accounts. And, you know, well, do I need to have a bank account? I like kids having a bank account. I think it does start to really bring them to these other concepts like, hey, there are things that are called fees. There are minimum balances. There's overdraft protection. There's electronic bill paying. It's like the beginning, it's like the building blocks of your financial foundation. It's really good to do this. And, you know, I know it's a bummer to be like, "Ah, I'm going to talk to you about financial stuff. But I think that you talk about so many things with your kids, and the kids are pretty savvy right now. They they probably are more hip to this than you imagine. So I would start doing the banking conversation as well. She is CBS's business analyst, Jill Schlesinger, also the host of the podcast, Jill on Money. Go check it out. Follow her on social media. She is awesome. Jill Schlesinger, thanks so much for being with us here on WPTF. Take care. Thank you.